and succeed very well. How many of you have succeeded before? And there are times you try a similar thing and it fails. Have you gone through that before? Yes. yes. So it's common to all of us. <laughs> Trying something and having result, we all sometimes get it here and there. Sometimes you try the same thing and it looks like uh, your expectation uh, is not the way it is. Don't worry. That is life. I want to read a scripture about Jesus' disciples. They also entered the same way. If we read Luke chapter 10, I'll just read Luke chapter 10, but go and read all, but not, I'm not going to read all. The verse 17 The verse 1, Jesus, after this, the Lord appointed 72 others and sent them two by two. I said I'm going to read verse 1 and 17. Chapter. No, verse 1. Uh, verse 1. Let me read the verse 1 first. I'll go to 17. Um, chapter 1, uh, chapter 10, verse 1 and 17. Is that correct? Yes. yes. So let me tell you what I want to read. <laughs> the verse 1, after this, the Lord appointed what? 70 others and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. You're going to do PR work. 
So it means that wherever the people will go, Jesus himself has also planned to do what? To go there. So before Jesus left, he sent 72 people divided by two. Uh, uh, Oh, the 70, sorry. Did I say 72? Oh, 70. 70. Don't worry. That's my translation. <laughs> Do you have that the same translation? Yes. But the same, 70. As you know. So I'm going to take what you know. And send them. <laughs> To go ahead of him and make preparation before he gets there. Amen. So it means that it will be about some cities. They didn't mention the number of the cities. So the people went out and got a very tremendous result. They went out there, and when they went out there, Jesus gave them instruction. I let me. The 70 return with what? With what? Joy. Saying, Lord, even the demons are what? Subject to what? To us in your name. When they went, demons were running away. Demons were moving he said, you go there, preach to anybody, enter the house. Okay, let's look at what the message. I think it's good to look at the whole story. Then he said to them, the harvest truly is what? Tell somebody the harvest truly is great. Tell another person. The problem is not with the harvest. The problem is what? Laborers. If we are not seeing plenty, is because the laborers are few. So you will have great harvest, but can have little result because there is few laborers that will harvest it. Are you getting me? Said the harvest is what? There's enough for everyone in this house. But how many of us will enter into the field? You can't stay in the house, in your room, and expect to get a harvest, the fruit of the harvest. Unless you go there. Unless you take your sickle or whatever it is to go there to be able to harvest. It is your duty to cut it and carry it and bring it home. It is God's duty to water it, to make it grow and bear fruit. And it is your duty to pluck the fruit. So we are not going to even sow and make it grow. We are just going to harvest what God himself has planted. The world is God's farm. 
He's already planted human beings. And people are yearning for solution. But the laborers, few. Whatever God is going to do, the solution is a man. He picked man and sent him to bring solution. God, if God had to open the heavens and begin to work things by himself, I, I know some of us will not remain on this earth. Imagine you are in your room and you are hungry. I say, oh God, I'm hungry. And your roof open. And your love rise. Start coming down. What will happen? You will run away and leave the food. <laughs> That's not how God is going to make it. He will put it into somebody's heart who has rice in the house, who will cook that rice, and he feel like that. Let him go and give this man some of the rice. Then he comes to your house and says, Oh, madam, I felt, I felt like I cooked something. I felt like giving you some. I say, Oh, this is what I asked from, from God. So he uses man to meet our need. Amen. I hope you're getting me. Yes, so that when you pray, you open God door for God, expecting God to meet that need. Don't put your mind on one man. Maybe the man your mind is on don't have rice. So God cannot use that person to supply your rice that you want to eat. So let your mind and your heart be on God. He knows who has the rice <laughs> and who has the stew and who has the wache. <laughs> so he will take the heart of the one that has the wache and the wache man will just bring it to you without you not knowing where he comes from. If you place your mind on a particular person, you may be disappointed. That is the reason why we get disappointed all the time. Because we pray to God and we say, Dear God, this is where the answer must come from. Oh, I'm giving you a clue to some of your answers. <laughs> if you do that, you are bound to meet disappointment. And sometimes when some of us get disappointed, we become angry with the one that we expect to meet that need and he failed to meet that need. He said, these church members, they're wicked. When you are in trouble, they don't want to help. And they say they're Christians. Meanwhile, that is not where the help must come from. Your help comes from God. And he knows who to touch to bring that help. I hope you're getting me. Anyway, is by the way. But I believe that I'm prophetically speaking to somebody and helping somebody to understand certain things in their lives. Then 
he said to them, The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest. Pray what? Say the Lord of the harvest. What will the Lord of the harvest do? To send out laborers into his harvest. When you pray and you want answers, pray that God, there is somebody that God would like to use. If that person, God does not send him, you will not get your answer. That the right person will come on your path who has the right solution to your situation. And God just brings his way across your line. And before you realize, the breakthrough has come. Sometimes it takes one person to give somebody a big breakthrough. So your key might be in the pocket of somebody. Pray that that person will release that key and come across, come on your way and give it to you. So Jesus said it. Go your way, behold, I send you out as a lamp among what? What a serious uh, master sending lamp to places that they will eat them. <laughs> what does wolf do to lamp? Huh? Is your food. <laughs> so Jesus said, <laughs> What a master. I'm sending you. But where you are going? <laughs> you are a lamb. <laughs> but I'm sending you among wolves. <laughs> I thank God. He's giving the, the look, no matter. You could be somebody's meat. When Jesus send you. Once he send you there. You may look helpless. You may look like I can't do anything. You may look at the person. He's greater than you. He can just demolish your wisdom. But once God is with you, if he's the one that sent you, he will preserve you. He will protect you. He will keep you. But be wise. Let me, oh, let me finish. Carry neither what? Money bag. Knapsack. No sandals. And greet no one along the road. What Jesus. Love Jesus. He wants you to focus. Some of us, when God gives us some work, other peripheral things takes our attention. And by the time you realize where you are going, you are not doing it. You are doing different things. You get that? Oh, yeah, 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 I'm a. Oh, why? He said, Oh, I said, Oh, what is it? Have you heard that this person is dead? He said, Why is it? Oh, he said, He's dead. He's here. Oh, then let me go and look at it. You're you going on a journey. You've greeted before you realize you've changed your mission. Most of us change our mission on the way. You see, he wants us to focus. 
that when there's a goal to you, forget about everything, look at that goal, and fulfill that goal. That is exactly what Jesus is telling us. Some of us have failed, not because we are failures, but we are detracted. Something has taken us off course. To get that harvest, you need to focus. Say focus. When God tells you, go and do this, focus. He said, don't greet anybody because you know by greeting, it will enter into conversation. By conversation, it will enter into other things because they are wolves. You will greet a wolf. <laughs> and a wolf will woe you to a place where he can eat you. <laughs> so, God, you will meet many people, focus. Focus with your life. Don't look at other people. Some of us, our problem is people. We want to please everybody. You can't please everybody. Hey, if you're good, good people like you. Bad people will hate you. If you're bad, bad people will like you. Good people will hate you. So you can't be both good and bad, except you're a hypocrite. It's not everybody that is attracted to your vision. Those who are attracted to your vision will love you. Those who are not attracted will persecute you. That is it. Don't try to please a human being. Look at your goal. Pursue it. It may not be easy. Go on. It may be a lonely way. Continue moving. Nobody might have seen it, but move on. When people don't understand where you are going, don't expect them to understand what you are going through. So he said, don't greet anybody. Keep on going. Don't take sack. Because they are wolves there. They can, when they see that you have money back, they can beat you and take it. Don't let anything attract anybody on the way. <laughs> Go. I used to, you know, I used to, uh, 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 Pastor Charles, we used to live in Nima. We didn't have anything. The bed, we, it was a bed with grass inside. We call it orthopedic, Africa orthopedic. <laughs> and that's the best. So I said, now when we are going to the office, we are in Nima. We don't lock our door. <laughs> we have nothing to fear. <laughs> he leaves the door, we have one key, we don't lock it. But people will leave Nima and go to Kanda. Because they have pests. Kanda people have pests. <laughs> they Nima people, we don't have pests. <laughs> So what are they going to risk their life for? <laughs> so you go. <laughs> you don't have anything. You know, when you're working, you don't have anything. You're not afraid. When they say armed robbers are attacking people and you are poor, you don't fear armed robbers. Have you seen? <laughs> poor people don't fear armed robbers. Not that they are bold. They know armed robbers don't like 
it is only the rich that barricade their homes with iron bars. The poor lives in a chaos which can be cut. Sometimes the chaos, the door, there's only a crocro, you put it there. <laughs> and it's asleep. <laughs> you know the crocro, I'd call it a <laughs> boat. <laughs> so when people are afraid, that person is, the chaos is by the roadside, where it's easy for armed robbers to come. But he knows that they will pass his house to another place. Because there's nothing in this bungalow that anybody will like. So sometimes when you're poor, trouble. When you're rich, so what else? He said, you go. Don't carry pests. Don't carry anything. But whenever you obey me, I will feed you and I will meet the need. You might not have anything in your hand. But you cannot obey me and I will leave you like that. Don't even take sandals. Because when your sandals get spoiled, I will provide for it on the way. Whenever men are obeying God, God provides for their needs. He's talking about provision of God when you're walking in obedience to his call. So you move on. Say, prophet. But whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this house. Believers are supposed to carry peace. How do you know that? The message of salvation is a peaceful message. It's not a sword. It's not a bomb. It's not a grenade. It is a peaceful message. Because he is the prince of peace. So the first thing you pronounce in people's life is peace, not a curse. Sometimes we start condemning them first. You are a sinner, you go to hell. Then they they close. You know somebody used to preach a gem street. They will talk. If you go to church, sometimes they say, if you go to church and you are weak, a gem. Who's a shoe now a shiny? A gem straight. Yes, I know there's a jar, but that is not what we are going to tell people. We are bringing the word of peace. He said, the first thing you pronounce is peace. But the blood of Jesus cries and provides peace. Peace with God. The reason why you're going is to bring peace between man and God. So the gospel is to link man, the lost man, to his father. So that the heart, the soul that is troubled, will be at peace. 
So we carry the peace. He said, pronounce what? Peace first. But if people reject peace, oh, let's see. And if a son of peace is there, your peace will rest on it. If not, it will return to you. So whenever you pronounce anything, it doesn't just stick to people. It sticks to people whose heart are ready for it. If there's a son of peace, it will stick to the heart. If it's not there, there's nothing it can land on. So let's continue. And if a son of peace is there, oh no, and remain in the same house, eating and drinking sections as they give, for the labor, laborer is what? Worthy of his wages. Do not go from house to house. Hey. He said, whatever city you enter and they receive you, eat what? Settings as I said before you. Some of us. You then begin to dictate. That is what they have. If you go to somebody's house, he gives you, offers you water in a calabash. That is what they have. Accept it. Sanctify the calabash. Sanctify the water. And drink it. That alone opened the heart of the person. I remember I visited a lady at Coloco some years back, so many years back, I think the 80s, in the 80s. When the lady saw me, hey, come and see. She didn't believe I was the one who came there. She was running here and there. She even forgot to give me a place to sit. <laughs> and well, the house was at some corner somewhere. And she felt very bad. She felt very happy. She didn't know what to give me. So she brought some, 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 some bench. She went and borrowed a friend, uh, some bench somewhere, and brought the bench. I sat on it. He said, Prophet, anything? I said, oh, I just came here to visit you. He said, me? I said, yes, you. So she wanted to, he said, I don't have anything, but uh, she wanted to see whether she could get some money to go and buy uh, something. I said, oh, don't worry, anything you have. He said, oh, what a, but uh, when she brought some cap, the, the uh, steel cap, <laughs> the enamel cap, which I've gone through. It has been tortured, crucified. <laughs> and the, the one on the, the hand, the other area, it has removed small. And she was feeling bad. So she wanted to go to her 
neighbor to see where she goes. I said, oh, no, don't worry. Whatever you have, just give it to me. She gave it to me. She was feeling bad. I took it and drank. And that she started crying. I said, if Jesus came here, this is what she would, he would drink from. That's what you have. But that doesn't mean you will be, you'll be in it forever. Amen. I know that alone will not make the woman backslide in life. Sometimes we try to detach ourselves from the people we witness to the people we want to show Christ. I am not saying they join them in their sin. I am saying that, look, come to their level. Because Jesus came to our level before he could save us. He was God. He has to come to the level of a man to come a form of a man. Humble himself and put up the form of a man. Look at God walking on the earth he has created. And some people will look at him. And someone will insult him. The one who created him. If he were you, what would you do? You just open the earth, buried alive. After they go, you close it. Buried by God. They will question him. They had the boldness to the boldness to tell him that he was the son of a demon. That he was a demon. He said, this one has a demon. The creator. He humbled himself for man to slap him. Slap his God. And you have all that power. You think, me. <laughs> ah! While the angels are waiting for me to give instruction. Ah! You spit on me. Bah! You see that this was saliva. <laughs> it will come to me and turn to fire and chase you. <laughs> Enter into the mouth. That spotted and continued to burn. This fire will not stop burning. The next time, when you see the Son of God, <laughs> but he humbled himself <laughs> and went through all this. The most disappointed thing is that when they wanted to arrest him, I, I don't know why. When they asked you and he asked them questions, they go slim. And he told Peter and the rest to take uh, their sword. And the people, you've slain them. What next? They're coming to fight you, and you speak, and they're falling. Do you lead them to go? Yes, ah! He said, Peter, John, do it for them. <laughs> but, you know, they got up. Peter took his, 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 his sword. No, Peter. Peter, when he saw the people were becoming aggressive, 
he took a sword and tried to cut their head. But thank God the guy was too smart. <laughs> and he tried to dodge. He dodged, but he took off his ear. Thank God it is his ear. You think he wanted to cut his ear? No. He didn't aim at the ear. He aimed at cutting the head. And he did this. Bah! And what would Jesus do? Hey, the one you are protecting. Say, put your knife, your, uh, your sword. Back. Pick the ear. Place it. If I were P Peter, I said, I'm going to come out here. We're fighting for you, and look, <laughs> you keep disgracing me. You, you, you that I want to protect, look at what you've done to me. You've just made me look like a bad man. Okay, fight your fight. He became a man. He humbled himself, became a man, even to the cross. He was beaten, carried, the creator being beaten by his creation. They are beating you. Have you seen your dog locking you out of your house? And sleeping in the bedroom, and you sleeping on the veranda. When you manage to enter, what will you do to the dog? Ah. Jesus became, came to our level so that we can become son. So in preaching the gospel, don't stand too righteous. Come to their level. Speak to them. Let them know you are part a human being like them. That Jesus saved you. So he can save them too. Amen. So when you go to a house, this is what you must do. And heal the world. Wow. Heal the world. So the gospel has the power. When Jesus sends you, He's not sending you anywhere to bruise people, to hurt people, but to heal them. Heal the sick, what again? And say to them, the kingdom of God has come near to you. All that we're doing is to let them know that God's kingdom, God won't rule in their life. God wants to be their king. He has come around, and you can, God can be your king. And it's better for God to rule you than anything to rule you. Is it no good news? Okay, let's see. But whatever city you enter and they do not receive you, go out into the street and say. So, it's not everyone that will receive you. Huh? It's not everyone that will receive you. 
for your information, whatever you are doing, your product, it's not everybody that will receive your product. Some won't like it. They will try to make some things. Some nonsense out of it, discourage you. He said, if they don't receive you, shake what? The very dust of your, of your city, which cling to us, will wipe off against you. Nevertheless, know this, that the kingdom of God has come near you. Did you hear? They told him the word. The same word. Message. That even though I'm shaking it, but still the kingdom of God has what? But I said to you that it will be more tolerable to the day of, for Sodom than for that city. Why? Were the people uh, 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 sinning or doing what? No, 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 no. It's just because they've rejected Christ. In fact, the judgment is not whether you stole a fowl, a goat, or a red, a red, a red, a red dog, or a green cat. That is not the judgment. He said, this is the judgment. That the light came into the world, but men rejected the light. It's the rejection of Christ that is the judgment. When God comes, the question he will ask you, he wouldn't ask you whether you stole something or not. He said, what did you do with my son when he came on this earth? Did you receive him or you rejected him? If you rejected him, then you rejected him and the salvation. You rejected him with the, with the forgiveness of sin. You rejected him with his blood. So the blood that can cleanse you couldn't have cleansed you. Then you then become a sinner. Then you are judged forever. This is the judgment. The judgment is that the light came into the world. But men rejected it. Because their works were evil. Woe to you, Chorazin, woe to you, Baseda. For if the mighty works which were done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, then they would have repented long ago, sitting in sackcloth and ashes. What God needs is a repentant heart. But if, but it will be more trouble for Tyre and Sodom at the judgment than for you. And you, Capernaum, who are exalted to heaven, will be brought down to Hades. Hey! Are you afraid now? He who hears you, hears me. He says what? He who hears you, hears you. Whenever somebody you go and preach the gospel, it's like Jesus telling the person. You represent Jesus. Whenever you're going to preach the good news, you are the representative ambassador of Christ. You know some of the, the ambassadors, how do they call them? Or how do we address them? 
Excellence. And it's the presidency, we, 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 isn't it? We address like that. Just standing in. So, if anybody refuses you, he doesn't need to go to the Jubilee House. Of course, you are, he's refused Jubilee House. So we are representatives of Christ. He sent us that anybody that received you when you are going, not receive you when you are going to lie, when you are going to do something bad, not receive you when you want to go and be, uh, how do you call it? Uh, 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 you want to go and do something, not receive you when you are in politics or your. I'm talking about the gospel. When you go out to carry the gospel because Christ sent you, it's like Jesus speaking to the people. That is why signs and wonders is going to follow. Because it's like Jesus speaking to them and the result Jesus will get, you will also get the same result. Are you getting me? Let, let me see. Look at the result that came. He who hears you, hears me. He who rejects you, rejects me. And he who rejects me, rejects him who sent me. Then the 70 did what? Returned with what? Joy. Saying, Lord, even what? Huh? Even the demons are subject to us in your name. Some of us are afraid of demons too much. We spend all our time looking for who demon. We are demon hunters. Everything you see fly, you are afraid of a fly. Hey, this one, it's a demon. You see a dog chasing a car. <laughs> I went and preached. When was it? <laughs> Last Friday. No, I was in Takradi on Thursday. We had a very powerful time. The Lord moved the Thursday, the Saturday, Friday to, from different churches. The Lord moved. We closed. Because, because we have two where they wanted to come. When we came, we saw some dog. Some, some stupid dog. <laughs> Who doesn't know that you can chase a car? And catch it back in and following the car. Say, hey, you car, say, follow me. <laughs> follow me to Accra. Someone say, hey, the guy went and shook the demons now. Look at their chasing prophet. I know. <laughs> it didn't occur. It could be a demon. If a demon comes to enter a fish, they kill you. My net will get you. They'll fry you. I'll eat you. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't care which fish is demonized or not. <laughs> I just bless it and eat it. It is when you are not following the command of the master that you should be afraid. 
time you follow the command of the master, you have little well to do with casting out of demons. Look at what they did. Oh, I see. oh my God. Maybe I'll talk. Then the seventh returned with what? With joy, saying, Lord, even what? The demons are subject to us in your name. And look at what Jesus said. And he said to them, I saw what? Satan what? Fall like lightning from heaven. I cannot send you for Satan to still be able to resist you. Anytime I send you and you move, Satan has no hold again. He will fall off from the people's life. That is why he doesn't want the body of Christ to witness, to go out and obey Christ. Anytime you obey Christ, Satan falls like lightning. Lightning means with speed. Speed. If he's holding somebody, he will leave him quickly. Not now that you're going to waste your time. Uh, Satan, in the name of Jesus, he said, if you are to go and drink, you drink another bottle of water. Hey, God! <laughs> Remain small of us, so, so preach, pray more. Then you go and take water. No, 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 no. He falls like what? See, anytime Jesus sends you, if a demon is worrying you, the best way is to ask Jesus to send you. <laughs> Obey him, and you see the result. So they were very happy. They were rejoicing to see, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting to, see, to cast out demons. Pastor Charles, isn't it? Went to Akusa some years back, 70, 80, is it 81 or 82? 81. Come and see the morning display and come and see the power of God. Ha! Something. Of course, they went to America, all the other hey, were walking. Night. And it's good to see a display of Satan falling. Ah, you see that? It has no power. All power belongs to what? Jesus, don't let the devil frighten you that you are home. Hey, you here for this. This is my home. That thing. Who told you? My home today are some. But just obey God. And I saw Satan falling like what? Lightning. Behold, I give you what? The authority to do what? To trample on what? Serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy and nothing and nothing and no thing. No thing shall by any means hurt you. If you are afraid today, I'm giving you this key. When they come by night, he makes you dream as if he's overcoming you. Read it to him. Read this scripture, it's yours. Nothing but God 
When he sends you, he does not send you alone. He adds power. But the power cannot be manifested until you put what he sent you to do into action. It is to help you to fulfill the goal he sent you to do. So he adds power to every mission he gives to you. So I love it. Oh my God. And uh, nevertheless, I like this area. Do not rejoice in this that the spirits are subject to you, but re rather rejoice because your names are written in heaven. Sometimes human beings, we get excited when God starts using us. But our desire, our joy must first be if our name is written in heaven. When your name is written in heaven, then you become a citizen of heaven. And when you are citizens of heaven, heaven have whatever it takes to protect you on earth here. Some great nations extend their hands to other nations where there's a problem to protect their citizens. When there is war, may God forbid, maybe in Ghana, U.S. will just bring their, whatever it is, and pack their citizens, take them and ask you put to destroy yourself. They will sit down and watch and be giving commentary. After they have taken their people away, they will bring the press to be giving commentary how you kill yourself. That's why it's not good for you to kill yourself. <coughs> Don't let somebody go and sit somewhere and give commentary about Ghana of how we destroy ourselves. But rather... Let them give commentary how we are making it in life. Yeah. Be happy to let to see your name in the book of world. Life. That is what my desire is. That each one of us, our names will be written in the book. That is in heaven. How do we register? National, uh, what? Which one are we registering? You must get some ID. The Ghana one. Ghana card. This is heaven card. You need the heaven card to have a vote. I'm not saying uh, Ghana card. I'm saying you need the heaven card. Do you have the heaven card? We've made line for Ghana card. Have you made line for the heavenly card? Political parties are, 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 are encouraging their members to register uh, 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 and get the Ghana card. Do you have the heaven card? Do you have it? Question yourself, do you have it? He said, Prophet, where do we register with the heaven card? <laughs> who, is the, uh, <laughs> who is in charge of the registration? Jesus! 
and you are the rep. He sent you to go to every area to register people in heaven. Anyone who received Christ, the registration is taken. The moment that Jesus come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior, and you do that, and he wash you, accepting as your Lord, that is they are feeling your heavenly form. And but they pass it through the, the blood. They pass it through the blood. Ra, and it registered. It is added to the names in heaven. That is when Satan, the moment he said, in the name of Jesus, Satan knows that mm, this man had the right to speak to me. If you have never given your life to Christ, today, I wanted to have the heavenly card. How many of you have the Ghana card? Let me see. How many, have, how many of you have Ghana card? Let me see your hands. How many of you don't have Ghana card? So that I can arrange to come and see. Let me see. Hey! About half don't have Ghana card. This is how it was going to be. If they were selecting, basing certain things on Ghana card, those who lived, who didn't have it, you wouldn't be part of it. There's no shortcut. You must go through that. Then you can have your card. Yes, you may lose it, but your name is still there. Hallelujah. You might have seen some way, but don't worry. Your name is still there. Come back and say, Jesus, I have lost that card. I have messed up my life. I have done this wrong. He said, no, your name is there. Give him another one. Did they plug it? Rap. Is your name in it? If not, we'll do registration today. Mass registration. Those whose name cannot be found. And I can know whose name is not there. If your name is not there, you yourself, you know, are having registered. You can't look at people's faces and say, this one have Ghana card. This one don't have Ghana card. No. <laughs> it is the one that don't have the Ghana card. He knows that he doesn't have the Ghana card. The same way, you can't look at people's face and say, guess what, he's born again, or he's not born again. No, it is you who knows that whether you've received Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior or not, if you haven't done it, then this is the appropriate time. So the demons can be subject to you. Amen. 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 Shall we then give you a chance? Some of you are struggling. Some of you, you think you are not born again because you lost your card. <laughs> you can still <laughs> ask and, and, and read. Your name is still there. <laughs> and as you do that, take very good care of it. And I want you to acknowledge yourself as, your sinner, as a sinner. That you cannot save yourself. That is where it begins. You must acknowledge that you don't have the card before you can register. 
then acknowledge that God sent his son to die for you. That is Jesus Christ. And this morning, may you speak to Jesus. Ask God for forgiveness in your life. That is the next line. Ask God for forgiveness. You are filling the form now. Ask God for forgiveness. Repent from all the sins that you've been doing. Tell him, God, help me. I want to live a life that is pleasing to you. I have weaknesses, but Lord, help me. I have a desire to live for you. Then, invite him into your heart by his spirit. Ask him to come and live in you by faith. When you say that Jesus, who is a spirit, will come and live in you. You may not feel him, but he will come and live in you. If he sincerely said it, he will do it. And now confess him as your Lord and personal Savior. We have come.